and everybody has it back again. Don't take no mess at the rose garden. Jesus, they're on fire. They're what we desire. The men in black can handle it. Other teams can scrapple it. How they win that game today? There's just one thing you can say. How does Scotty shoot that three? Believe it, it ain't easy. How did Brian jump so sweet? Believe it, it ain't easy. It's the flying dot that's in your lap. The Blazers had the seventh worst record in the league that year. And this was the old way of the lottery odds where the worst record would get a 25% chance of the number one pick and the second pick, you know, the second worst record would get a 19%. Like it was way more top heavy as far as how it was weighted. The Blazers had a 5.3% chance of getting the first overall pick that year. It's going to be much more evenly weighted because of the new lottery system. If they end up in like, even if they, let's say they don't catch Orlando. Let's say they don't make up those four games on Orlando. Let's say they end up in sixth like they did last year. I think they have like a eight or a 7.5 or something like that percent chance of getting the number one pick. That's and a 30% chance of moving into the top four. That's not terrible. I'm looking at it right now, Sean. Yeah, I'm on tankathon.com. The mm-hmm. sixth position in the lottery has 9% odds at the number one pick and 37.2% chance of getting into the top four. Seventh, it's 7.5 and 31.9. And then eighth is still a 6% chance and a 26% chance of getting into the top four. So all they've got a shot. Th- they've got, they've got, yeah, the range in which they're in seems to indicate that i mean it also i mean i will say they're in it's it's a little bit like the playoff race was for a lot of the season like if they go on a little win streak or you know someone else goes on a little win streak that could change a lot of things because indiana washington and chicago basically all have the same record as portland right now that chicago game next week is going to be big yeah you you know because of the potential tiebreaker scenarios if there's if there's any game on the i don't i don't like to advocate for any team to purposely lose games but if there's one that it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world to lose it i mean the knicks game the other night was one of them just because the knicks have you know because the blazers have the knicks draft pick if they make the playoffs which just look like they're going to but the bulls having the standings the full standings tiebreaker because they've already won the, the, the Bulls already beat the Blazers the first time they played a couple months ago. So if they're 2-0 and in the season series, if they finish with the same record, the Bulls technically finish with a better record, which means the Blazers would be ahead of them in the lottery standing. So that one, it would make sense to... Maybe, maybe that one, Dame's calf flares up. Yeah, yeah. And also, that one's on a road trip. Uh, I believe it's the first game of a road trip, so... No, the uh, Bulls game's at home. Oh, it is. Oh, never mind. My bad. Sorry. I, yeah. I misread that. Yeah, Bulls game is the first game of a home stand. So, mm-hmm. um, and it seems like the NBA is also like, if you're going to miss a game, probably better to miss it at home. It right, does because seem, it just, your fans have more of a chance to see your star players. Yeah, so I think for the entertainment purposes uh, argument too, it's like it's like it makes the most sense to to have him sit out that game. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm excited to watch Dame finish the rest of the season. It's been fun to watch him. It's been the most fun thing about the team, and uh, we're incredibly lucky still to watch Dame play every night. Uh-huh. I mean, it's it's. Uh, I know it's cliche, 
Um, but he just kicks so much ass every night. It, 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 I mean, like goes out there 38, like without, you know, like, like it, it was just like, nor it was just like normal I, I, as, as, as we would say in my house is pan de cada dia. It's just like, it's just like, it was like, he just does that stuff. And it's just like, it's so dope. And I think it'll be fun to watch him play against the Celtics and like some good teams that have playoff aspirations. You know what I mean? Like, even if it's not, you know, anything meaningful for this season, it'd still be cool to have him go up against, you know, some of these great teams like the Celtics and, you know, whatever you think about the Clippers, like they still have, you know, they're going to have their guys as far as I know. Yeah. They're, they're still contender status. And, you know, Russell Westbrook hasn't like, you know, the sky is not falling now that Russell Westbrook is on the Clippers. Like a lot of people like said (laughs) it would, um, they're, they're good. They're, they're fine. I mean, they, they had that great win the other day against the, the Warriors, and uh, they they still have uh, championship aspirations on their mind. So uh, a great opportunity, this you know, these next two dames to just – dames, these next two dames. That's a Freudian to, slip there. Yeah, yeah, to see Dame against two really great teams uh, – if you want to take a break from college basketball, which is, you know, I, I think, I think most people right now, to be honest with you, like most people, unless they have like season tickets are probably watching college basketball over the Blazers right now. Yeah. What, what are you, so outside of seeing Dame go for the scoring title and seeing him keep doing what he does for however much longer he's in the lineup, what, if you're watching the Blazers, what else are you watching for? Um, I really want some John Butler Jr. minutes. <laughs> I don't know if that's happening, but I really want some John Butler Jr. minutes. Like that is something I I want I'm watching for because I want to see it. Um, I would love to see, you know, it, it's still a good opportunity to see what you have in in Reddish and 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 Tybal and I think, you know, he is a restricted free agent, so like it's kind of a, you know, it would be good to see like what you have in reddish and also like see what you would be willing to pay in free right. agency or not pay. Um, so I, I think that's interesting. And, and I, you know, I'd like to see more Jabari Walker if we could uh, just cause he, you know, has played sparingly, but I'd, I'd love to see more of him. I mean, I mean, obviously I think Trenton Watford is, is more in that rotation spot. So I think as long as they're going to be putting their best guys out there, I don't expect to see Jabari much, but um, yeah, I mean, those, those are kind of things that I'd like to see. I mean, obviously the, the injuries have kind of killed some of the depth um, throughout the season, but uh, yeah, other than Dame, I, and also I'd like to see Ant, you know, um, get some games under his belt again and just get back to, what he was doing, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, like they finished the season strong. Cause you know, he was having a really big season and he just, you know, he got hurt. And so uh, you just hope that he can finish strong and finish the season healthy. I think um, I know Jeremy has struggled with his shot a little bit. I'm not really worried no. about it. So um, if they, if, if you know, I'm, I'm, I, I think Jeremy's Jeremy has shown, to me his, his true colors this season and i i know who jeremy i'm not like i don't think i'm i'm missing any like jeremy grant tape or anything and like <laughs> misunderstanding like what he brings to right. the table like i think we know that i i'd love to see ant get back to you know what he was doing and also i'd love to see some of those younger guys get some more pt because uh 
in the system and and even with guys like like Dame like 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 let some of these younger guys play with the talent like i i think that is something that we don't ever really get to see it's usually like you know they play in summer league and then they're they're on their own and they're you know they're kind of being showcased as like the guy but like to make it on the real team they're not gonna be the guy so like i think it would be worthwhile to give some of those guys some run with actual good players actual like nba caliber rotation players um and and that that's something I'd like to see, but obviously, you know, the coaching staff and, and the front office are gonna have their own priorities. What do you make of Shaden Sharp's role and his minutes at this point? He only played seven minutes against the Knicks the other night. He's been kind of in that 18, 19, 20 range most of the season. But he only and I'm actually looking at his game logs right now that uh he played seven and a half minutes. That was the only time he's ever played single-digit minutes this season. I don't know. I don't. I, I. I. think we had so much other stuff going on that night that I didn't ask Chauncey what it was about. I'll probably ask him before the game tonight. But what do you kind of make of the way he's been de-emphasized a little bit uh, recently? I mean, it just doesn't. I mean, it, to me, it. It. He needs to play. Like, like, like he needs to have that same role. And what I make of it is that Ant is back. Mm-hmm. And it seems like the, you know, they, they were starting Reddish and Tybal over Sharp. So they're still trying. So those guys in, to me, how I see it, those guys are ahead of Sharp in the wing rotation. So because those guys have been demoted from the starting lineup to the bench, Sharp is getting less minutes, but... Sharp should be priority number one in terms of bench minutes and his role should never change in my opinion. Like I, I totally understand like where they were at with starting Tease and starting reddish, but you've been doing this development plan all year, basically with sharp where you're playing in these minutes, you still need to keep developing him. And even though he's not a free agent next year, like uh, reddish is, you'd still like to continue to give him development time so that when, you know, next year comes around, he's ready to contribute at a higher level and he's a more consistent player than the one that we saw most of the season who struggled defensively, who made mistakes. And, you know, his actually his on-court plus minus has steadily been improving all season long. And, I just think that he needs more of that. I think he needs more of that time. And I, I think it's, it's, it's just a little too much tinkering. It's just it, to me with, with the lineups and, uh, and, and that back half of the rotation, like shaden has been comfortable in that spot all year. And I don't understand why they have to change it now, I guess is where I'm at. Chauncey said something interesting a couple months ago that, playing young guys and developing them is all well and good until you're trying to win games. And I kind of feel like now that they are like, I mean, like you said earlier, we've been talking all year about how, oh, they're really up against it now. And this next two weeks is going to decide it one way or the other. They're really up against it now. And Mm -hmm. I, I think because they basically have to win probably four out of the next five games to keep, you know, their chances of even making the play in alive, which I don't think is going to happen, but they're still in the mindset of that's what they're trying to do. And so Chauncey is going to play the guys that 
he thinks give him the best chance to win this game that we have in front of us right now and not worry about developing. I think that's, I haven't asked him that. I'm going to probably ask him that tonight, but I, if I had to guess, I think that's probably his mindset is let's figure out, let's, let's, let's try to win these games and figure out what, you know, whether we're going to be in the play in or not. And then maybe towards the end of the season, the last two weeks, once we know one way or the other, we'll, you know, give Shaden back kind of his normal role and, and you know, see where he's at. That, 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 that's just my guess as to where things are at. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I land on, you know, that, like you said, that much tinkering, but if I had to guess, just given what I know about Chauncey and, you know, the way he approaches this stuff, I would have, I would guess that that's probably where he's at right now. Yeah, it, it makes sense. It, he, he, I think that's why Hart started so many games when he was here. He defaults to vets and the Blazers don't have a lot of them. So he's going with the ones that he does have. Even though, you know, by your normal NBA standards, Matisse Thybul and Cam Reddish are not really like they don't I don't see them as vets just because they're so young. Right. But but they relative to Shade and Sharp and the rest of this team, which is, you know, is it the youngest roster in the league? It's like right. It's a, it's up there for one of the youngest. Dame rosters is the, in the only league. over 30 guy on the team. Yeah, so I, I, I get it from his perspective um, on that front. Uh, I just, you know, it is a little bit of a frustration to not see Shaden, but, you know, they have two guys that are wings that were already playing ahead of him uh, before Ant came back. So uh, it, it, I, I get it, it just it makes logical sense why they are doing it um, from their perspective, even though even if necessarily I don't necessarily agree with not playing Shaden. Uh, his minutes but uh man i yeah i i'm looking forward to you know we'll we'll know one way or another whether they're in it or not uh and and we'll hopefully have like some kind of verdict but uh I, i'm personally thankful that uh there's a lot of good college basketball on right now 